Hello and welcome to the Trailblazers podcast with Neve and Shan. We are just two 20-something-year-old girls trying to fumble our way through what is definitely the most confusing decade of our lives. We will be chatting about all things related to life as a 20-something in the world today. From current affairs to dating stories, the dreaded job search to our favourite TV shows, so pretty much anything that piques our interest in the current moment. Plus, we will also have some exciting guests on who will chat to us all about their stories, lives and how they got to where they are today. So why not come along for the ride? We'll be like your chatty sisters you come to for a chat and a cup of tea once a week. And welcome back to the second episode of the Trailblazers podcast. Second episode. I know when you think about it, Chan, like we're recording the second episode now and the first one isn't out yet. But like when yes, people listen so to exciting. this, people listen to this, it's going to be out in the world. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we'll be like, we're putting ourselves out there. I know. Hopefully my audio should be better this week. Um, I've got I've got a mic, so hopefully a, you'll be able to hear me mic. a bit better. It's a better mic than mine by the looks of things. It's... The gaming mic, I think. Excuse me, you've heard so... headphones as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know because I realised that I could hear you talking on my audio because I didn't put earphones in last week. Oh right, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So it was like you could hear me, or you could hear you from my end as well. Yeah, I get you. I get you. <laughs> I think one of the biggest stories I've seen in the news this week has been about the Canadian couple. I haven't seen this. Have you not seen it? So this Canadian couple skipped the vaccine queue. So they were like a wealthy couple who chartered a private plane to travel to this like remote indigenous region of like an elderly community in Canada. And they like passed or like they pretended to be members of that community and said they worked in this motel that was nearby and so as they could go and get the vaccine early and they like skipped the 14 day quarantine and everything so they were like putting this whole community at risk and so there's this whole talk of like can rich people just skip the queue by like being able to pay money to go and do things early um so the reason they got caught is when they were leaving they asked for a lift to the airport and the people in the vaccine clinic were like this is so unusual like why are they asking for a lift to the airport so they then phoned the motel and were like, do these two people, they gave their names and all, were like, do these two people work in the motel? And they were like, no, they don't work here. So then the police like stopped them at the airport and they got fined 570 pounds. That's not. And it's kind of like, yeah, like that's not going to affect worth them it at for all. Them. Like, like if they only have to pay that, that's worth it. Yeah. But imagine going to a vaccine clinic and asking for a lift. Like, can you imagine? I know. <laughs> like, when they're flat out giving vaccines, the last thing they're going to be like is, yeah, I'll do a wee taxi fare to the airport. Oh, do you know what actually grates me in my job? <laughs> um, When people come up and they're like, can I have a taxi number? And, like, the full-on expect you to, like, arrange a lift for them. And, like, we would usually have numbers sitting, but recently, I don't know, it's just gone walkies, like, the sheet with numbers, so now I have to full-on Google them. And then they're like, it's not going through. And I'm like, I'm trying to serve a customer here. <laughs> Yeah, you're like, this is not my yeah, job. This is not a taxi ride. Literally, oh my God. <laughs> no, to be fair, we never got that. But hopefully you won't have that for too much longer. Yes, because I'm starting <laughs> a new job this week. Um, So yesterday was like my last Saturday in retail. I am so 
buzzing about it. So, so buzzing. Yeah. I just won't know myself, to be honest. Yeah, but, it'll be so strange. Like, you've been there for so long. I know, three and a half years, such a long time. And you know what the thing is as well? Like, if you'd have told me, like, if you told me after we, like, finished our master's that I would eventually get a job, I wouldn't have believed you because I honestly had got myself in, like, such a rut, like, with jobs. Like, I was applying for everything and getting rejected for everything and just really like down in the dumps about the whole thing I was like I'm never gonna get a job and then here yeah. I am like, new year new me new job like oh uh, new life I starts know, now I'm buzzing like I'm so buzzing I think it's I think it's so easy when you like graduate to just be like I am not gonna get a job like you just I was sort of lucky with mine that I started my job just before we finished our master's but I started applying for graduate jobs in September 2018 I think um so like the September before I finished my undergrad and um like literally was applying for so many and the first job I actually got was in September 2020 so that was two years of applying for jobs before I actually like that's nuts that's nuts I just feel like it's so it's so cutthroat and like the, maybe the jobs that you really want like they won't even let you know that you haven't got it do you know what I mean yeah um, I think I heard back from maybe three or four it's being like sorry up. if I had a pound for every job I was rejected for I wouldn't have needed to get this job like no joke yeah like, every time I got an email I was like oh here we go another rejection like it was just like part of my daily routine like getting rejected from jobs and then whenever yeah. I got this job and like signed the contract and all this other uh, this recruitment agency contacted me and I was like oh you just contact me now like I never contacted them but um, they were like oh there's this job like with the HSC working like as like a communications assistant and all and like fair enough it was good money and all but it was in Belfast and like it just seemed really boring like you would just be like writing up okay. posts to put on Facebook but like someone would have to approve it and I was like I'm not really about this life um yeah. but I was just like no sorry like I actually have a job and they're like oh congrats and I'm like ha, ha ha thanks but um yeah no it's crazy like I can't I can't no, believe it's it it's always when you get one you hear about another one and you're I like know. why are they so bad at timing I know <laughs> but this one's so handy because it's like 20 minutes to my house and it's both like remote working and in the office so Oh, that's good yeah. you'll get experience of both then as well like I think especially at the yeah. minute any job you're going to get in your early 20s it's like you're gaining the experience that you need to go on and get the job that you've always dreamed of like you're not going to leave university yeah. and end up in your dream job straight I away and I think this thing like remote working is going to like really work in our favor like in the future because now we know that we can remote work like so say if you were like sick or something well maybe not sick but like say you really need to be at home someday for something but like you could just say to your boss can I remote work and then they'd be like yeah that's no problem as long as you get x y and z done um yeah I think in that way it'll work in our future it'll work in our favor um but then I seen like a lot of like you know the way google and all have all these big massive like campuses they were like like at the start of the pandemic they're like like we're just gonna sell these off like we don't need these anymore yeah and you're like that is insane yeah, I've heard a lot about like a lot of those big businesses are going to be pulling their um locations out of Dublin because they don't need yes, it anymore. That's right. And you know what actually gets me? It's the fact that like the government let them in and like sell them all this land, I'd say for next to nothing, and then don't even charge them tax for it. Yeah. So they've really done a sturdy like. 
meanwhile like people in ireland are paying such high tax i know i know like any one of the cost of living down south is so high whenever a big conglomerate it's like google and facebook like just don't pay a penny yeah. like it's not it's crazy. like apparently living in dublin is more expensive than living in london really i thought it was second to london but it wouldn't even surprise me yeah i think in recent years it's overtaken which is crazy i'm not even surprised to be honest like dublin is so expensive so expensive yeah like you'd love to live there but you'd literally need to like be on the highest salary yeah like like like, (laughs) apparently like just like one grand like one grand of your wage is like gone just in rent alone so like what would you be living off air i know and that's probably for like the smallest accommodation you can even find like it's probably like (laughs) like a flat share like the accommodation in Dublin's actually a complete joke. I remember my friend was looking last year and was sending me what like was coming up and it was an absolute disgrace. Like there was a single bed, right? This single bed in a room. But there was also a shower, but like once you got out of the shower, you fell into the bed. And there was a oh, my word. So it was basically a bathroom with a carpet, but a bed shoved in and it was like a grand yeah. a month and she was like, Oh, I can't wait to get out of my shower and fall into my bed. Oh my goodness. Like you would I think that would play such a bad role in your mental health because you're just so claustrophobic like there's no escape from like anything in there it's just like you're so crammed in in these four walls can you imagine what like the kind of combination you get in say Belfast for a grand a month yeah like that would be amazing you'd would be, be living big, like in a penthouse literally it would be, <laughs> it would be a full-on like large house with like probably yeah. three floors freaking lift like I'm talking Jeffree Star stuff here like Whereas compared to there, you're living with like 10 other people. Like what if one of them got yeah. COVID? Like you'd all be fucked. Yeah, you would be screwed. You'd be stuck in that house. It'd be so bad. Like, have you seen that? All right. Okay. No, I'm going to say it right. So somebody is going to be playing Diana in like, it must be a film or something. But like, what actor do you think it is? Like, who would you say? Oh, I know. Who would you say is like going to be playing Diana? Like, who would you say like, oh, could really pull that off? Because I'm pure shocked at who this person is. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of like who they would go for. I'm trying to go through like British blonde actresses. No, not British. Know, like... Not British. What? Not British. Um, are you going to say Meghan Markle or something? No. <laughs> Kirsten Stewart. Um, what? Yeah. I kind of see, I don't see the resemblance to Diana, but I kind of see the resemblance to the actress who plays Diana in The New Crown. Yeah, I get what like, you mean. Like, in her face. Yeah, because whenever I looked at it, I was like, that actually really does look like her. Yeah. Like, because, have you ever seen the interview interview with Diana and Martin Bashir? The one that the yeah. whole controversy is yeah. around at the minute. I feel like the expressions on Diana's face in that interview are very similar to the, like, Bella Thorne. Is that what she's called from Twilight? No, not Bella Thorne. Is it Bella Thorne? No. I think so. Is it? I'm going to have to look it up. Is Bella Thorne not your doll that was on Disney Channel? See, that's who I'm wondering. I'm like, have I got these two confused? Twilight. Yeah, Bella Thorne is your doll that was on Disney Channel. <laughs> I was oh, like, right, okay. it's So what do you call her? the one from Bella Swan? Bella Swan. Alice Wong. <laughs> it's been too long since I've watched Twilight. Oh, I'd say if I watched it tonight, I'd actually be sick. 
<laughs> I feel like it's like something you need to watch when you're feeling really like low down and it's raining outside and you just want to oh like, yeah. lose it'll, yourself in something. It would put you in such a bad mood like if you weren't. If you're all like happy go lucky and then you put that on you'll be like oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the intense glares of like Edward Cullen. Oh my god. You'd probably look if but, I watched um, it now I just think it's creepy. Be like, yeah. You get, do you not get that though? Like when you watch, when I was thinking about this yesterday. When you listen to like really romantic songs or watch a rom com, the things they actually say and do. If that happened in real life, you'd be like, "This is way too over the top." I'm so creeped out right now. I actually, somebody said something one time. I was like, "Not to me, thank God," but I died to death. So basically, what it was was. Um, we were coming home from the French trip at school, right? And there was this boy and girl that had like kissed on the French trip. Um, <laughs> legend has it they actually kissed on a what do you call that? Like a water ride. Um, but we're not okay. even go there anyway. <laughs> Very so romantic. everybody piles on the plane, and I think like she is in the window, and then somebody swaps the seat so that he can sit in the middle seat, and who's stuck? on the edge I'll say to only me <laughs> right yeah so I mean like this is the very back of the plane obviously it's an enclosed space so there's nowhere to run there's nowhere to hide um and we're like midair and they turn around and start discussing like you know the situation between them both oh my god and I was just like buckle up here we go Neve. like you're gonna hear all the gossip uh, the whole plane like everybody that was with us on the trip was like basically turned around staring at us anyway and they kept turning yeah. around and being like oh my god like we're so sorry I was like no you're not like no you're not like like I can't move <laughs> like anywhere. you definitely wanted me to over here there this. was no spare seats there was nothing like nobody actually cared about me I was just sitting there like oh my god are we home yet like is this Dublin yet <laughs> so um <laughs> I actually can't so they turned around and they were like I think it was who said I tried to actually figure out who said what I I think it was oh it doesn't really matter but one of them anyway said so like <laughs> it's so grown up when I think about it now so where do we stand right oh my word and the response was well we're actually sitting and I was like nah eject <laughs> eject where's the eject button in this seat where is it at you were like I need this like face I was mask like, to come down now I'm hyperventilating can I please get a sick bag <laughs> I mean, I will never forget that to the day I die. Like, every time I tell a story, somebody's like, no, they didn't. I'm like, no, like, is this not, like, peak third-year romance? Like, you're 15, you're full of cheese. Like, no. Every line that comes out of your mouth is straight from, like, a rom-com or, or, like, some sitcom That wasn't even out of a rom-com. That was just out of their head. And, like, I... You never remember like school romances though. You would go home and write in your diary like, oh, I saw so-and-so today. No, I didn't have so a diary. Romantic. If I had a diary, my, not... my brothers definitely would have found it. I still have all my diaries from like primary school. I would really? love to go back and read them. Yeah. Oh my God, no. <laughs> I was always writing about my wee crushes at the time. That's so cute. <laughs> Did you ever have like a first love? I definitely had a lot of crushes. I don't know if I if I had a first love. I did when I was probably like eleven. He used to email me. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> All of my um teen loves were unrequited, unfortunately. Oh my god, story <laughs> of my life. 
story of my life. <laughs> I was actually chasing after people that number one, it wouldn't look side rows at now. Number two, were just like, how do I put this to not sound like ignorant? Like, just like I wouldn't like if I seen them now or like if I if somebody told me what they were doing, I'd be like, oh, like why would I? Like I'm not interested. Yeah. In do you know what I mean? Like they're just weren't like I don't want to say like on my level but like do you know what I mean like <laughs> that does sound really ignorant, yeah I know what you like, mean like they just it's didn't just like, not... what I mean is I was really like studious like they just didn't care for school like they just yeah oh education like whatever um but yeah I ran into somebody one day actually they seem to come to my work quite a bit thank god I'm leaving but um not that often but like whenever I run into them I'm never like prepared not that you are prepared to run into these kind of people <laughs> but like they turned around and I was like pure rushing about it, and they're like oh well Neve and I was like <laughs> hi, hi. <laughs> like, I'm gonna go now I, mean, I don't know how I'd react if I'd seen like my skill crushes I think I would just like run away <laughs> There's one in particular that I was absolutely dying about now, right? Again, if I seen them now, I'd be like, why did I ever, why did I ever was like attracted to you or whatever? But yeah. um, I like literally wasn't talking on about them. Like I was obsessed. And then um, one night out, I was like chatting to them or whatever. And then my friend ended up going with him just because I said he was good looking. Oh my goodness. So and now, yeah. we, now we laugh about it. I'm like, well, joke's on you because I don't think he's good looking anymore. So... <laughs> You were like, not my type. Yeah. So funny. No, um, it is funny seeing them now. Like, you're like... What was I thinking? What was going through in my through my head? Always, and, like, you would have done anything for them. Anything like, at all. But obviously, <laughs> at that time, like, those were the only people that we came into contact with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like... Like, you didn't realise how big... Even, like... I think at that age, you didn't even realise how big Northern Ireland was. Like, your yeah. town was, like, your whole life yeah well not even see because I went to school elsewhere but even then like you just but like do you not find that whenever like I went on a holiday like I couldn't escape people from my school like, I mean my, yeah. my oh, school my had goodness. like 1400 people in it but no matter where I went in the world those people were you also always there always saw someone yeah. always there like what was like what is the statistics around that like how like I mean one <laughs> what time, is the likelihood no I'm not joking like one time we were in a family holiday in Portugal and this girl near Bloomy got on the bus with her family and I was like Sorry. Hi. Hi, are you here right now? And oh, definitely another time there was somebody else. Like, I mean, you could go anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. You go to Tasmania and somebody turn up. I remember being on a. It was in. I was in Florida with my cousin. So I was in about fifth year at the time. And we were in a queue for this water slide. And I looked up. And here's this fella from my class, like two steps in front of me. I was like, I honestly have never seen him outside of school in Northern Ireland and then I go to Florida and bump into him and like, I was like genuinely what are the chances what? Yeah. what are the chances but when you think about it like the flights are all going at the same time and like the holiday deals are all probably around the same time from the same destination but still though so like the what's the likelihood is quite high mm, I don't know suppose that way when you <laughs> say it that way but at the same time like how could it like it could so also be like another person from a different school that you don't know do you know what I mean yeah it's so mad I find it weird as well when you think about like if you've seen people just out and about like if me and you had have seen each other 10 years ago in Belfast we wouldn't have known who each other were I but no we do like we would have just yeah. walked past each other without even like thinking about it without even like noticing have you seen <laughs> have you seen this 
the TikTok trend, like, I'm not worried. I'm not scared about the COVID vaccine because, and then they'll say oh, something yeah. about why. What would yours be? <laughs> yeah. I'm not scared about the COVID vaccine because we grew up in the early 2000s and pretty much ate mud out of the ground. Like, <laughs> remember we came in and we were covered in dirt. Like, why would we be scared of the COVID vaccine when we basically grew up in, like, the muck? <laughs> yeah, mine is... I'm not scared of the COVID vaccine because I once dropped my phone down the toilet of the Belfast International Airport and it's actually the same phone that I have and lifted it out because I had to go to Barcelona oh like and I needed a phone so also it's waterproof. My cousin did that but like <laughs> after she had been to the toilet. No same, no same, literally same like I went to the toilet and then it fell out of my pocket. I'm actually very lucky I didn't flush it away. Yeah. Um, but no. You've just reminded me. I actually think she did flush the toilet before lifting her phone out. Mad. Trying to think yeah. of another one. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. There, here's so a good one. Many. Here's a good one. I'm not scared of what's in the COVID vaccine because whenever I was younger, like, I mean, three, I used to eat ants. Nice. Yeah. Very, um exotic cuisine there yeah like they just used to be crawling by like outside so i just like mm, i'm hungry yeah this looks good yeah <laughs> Ugh, don't know what was going through my head oh i've got another one as well so i'm not scared of the covid vaccine because i've eaten subway tuna have you heard about subway tuna what is the tea in that i seen something about it but i never clicked on the headline So apparently Subway are getting done because their tuna has no fish in it. What? <laughs> yeah. Like, but it tastes like tuna. What is their tuna? Yeah. But do you know that they can call their bread bread because it's more like cake? Yeah, because it's like the sugar content is so high. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I just need to know what is in this tuna. You ever had their salads? Once. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> so good I really want to try their vegan chicken have you seen their like taste like chicken they've brought out no but like if their tuna isn't tuna then what's in the vegan chicken yeah I'm trying to think of other ones going out for like Witherspoon's just pictures going... oh my god yeah yeah just going out in general like just going out yeah. in general and sharing the bacteria of like you know you wouldn't think about that like you're just going out but like yeah you would like give someone your cup and they would drink from or like the same people, oh, no. you've been drinking from yes. all night i seen one that was like not worried about what's in the covid vaccine because i would drink like the bottom of people's drinks it would just leave lying about oh or you know that game kings that people play yes where like they pour all the drinks into one why was that like a thing that happened at uni every night like i'm not joking every night out they played kings every (laughs) night horrendous i was so sick i think i got a drink once and i was like it was just Uh, sweet it was like echo falls like peach schnapps and i was like this is too sweet that's disgusting that's absolutely disgusting Yes, have you seen, Sean, about, like, the Olivia Neal drama? Oh, yeah. I fell into a rabbit hole the other night. Um, So I seen it going around on TikTok. Yeah. And um, I just watched some of the TikToks and I was like, what is all this about? And then 
was on Twitter and saw it on there. And then have you seen on Tattle? Like I don't use Tattle, but no, I, I just searched it. it on Google. I searched it on Google. And then this like Tattle thread came up and this was like 3 a.m. and I couldn't sleep. And I ended up down this rabbit hole on Tattle. And I was like, what are these people talking about? Like it's how like aggressively um, like passionate and angry about it people get. Like people are fully like slandering these people they don't even know online. And you're just like, yeah, maybe they did something wrong, but like, can we just move on? <laughs> yeah, like name a person who hasn't made a mistake in their life. Do you yeah, know? exactly. Like, what were they saying on Tattle? Like, what was the general consensus? They were saying that, like, they seen these bags of coke on the table and, like, they were breaking lockdown rules and, like, people were saying they went out when they had COVID. So, you know, the way they were friends with Harvey, who went on Strictly. So he had to quarantine while he was on Strictly because he tested positive for COVID. And people were saying that because he had been with Olivia and Flossie like the week before that, that they should have been quarantining as well. Well, not but necessarily. apparently they went or something. Yeah, I have not no idea. Not necessarily. Like, Unless they were in contact with him whilst he like tested those videos, positive. Yeah, those videos could have been from weeks and weeks before. Like yeah. I think everyone online assumes they know everything. Like I, I don't know that much about this whole drama or anything because I don't watch any of the lives or anything like that but um yeah, yeah like people either. are getting so riled up and passionate yeah they about really it. are and I don't understand why like I seen a video of a girl basically stand up for her stand up for her and basically it was like like what is she doing different like to any of you she's like I'm yeah. sure many of you like have taken drugs in the past or whatever and then I seen another one it was like a piss take and was like um why is everybody giving her so much abuse for taking coke like it could be cat like yeah like the oh was that your man max balleg day or whatever yes i love him <laughs> do you know where his name comes from do yeah, you know why that's Jesse, his name on tiktok Balleg-y. yeah Balleg-y. <laughs> yeah but do you ever watch his um i love his like series he does it's like things celebrities done that were questionable yeah. <laughs> questionable question that were a little bit questionable <laughs> yeah that's why I find him I love these videos I love him or the mattress story did you ever follow that no basically I didn't see that. he was in like uh he was renting a house in Newcastle or something and um he was moving out and his landlord tried to say that he left a stain on the mattress but there really was a stain on the mattress oh okay. and like his landlord was like taking it through like all the tenancy agreement stuff and like he wasn't going to get his deposit back but then he did but it was just so funny he was like mattress story update like, <laughs> or, like <laughs> did so... he live in the holy lands oh <laughs> like i feel stop. like that's something that would happen there something like that happened to me and my housemates whenever it was like literally our first student house it was the worst experience ever so like our house was dead on like it wasn't like unbelievable but like I'd done the job like it wasn't rotten either and was quite nice but um basically we moved out and we cleaned everything from top to bottom and the woman was like you broke my fence you wrecked my fridge you broke my freezer like all this stuff that just didn't happen you stole my cups and cutlery like no we didn't even use them like she like I don't know I just felt really weird about like coming into like a rental house and then there was like all these cups and bowls and spoons and all like I never ever used them because I just thought it was really it was really weird Yeah. yeah you didn't know how long they were sitting there um and basically she just went in on us and I was like eh, I think not because I was the lead tenant so then um it took us like the whole summer to wait 
to see if we were going to get our deposit back and then she had no evidence at all. Like she had no evidence whatsoever. And I had actually rang up the letting agency and they were like, no, but like we knew all about this woman. And then got my deposit and all back eventually. And then I was just happened to be in the letting office one day of the rental company and basically they were like she was like on the phone to him pure screaming down the phone saying like there's a leak in my kitchen or my like in my bathroom like what are you going to do about it and they were like it's literally not our fault there's a leak like what are you yeah. and then they were like oh I bet that was such and such and I was just standing there like lol she was my old landlord but yeah yeah they just find any reason to not give people their deposit back literally but she wasn't getting away with it because she literally had no proof at all like she had nothing to stand on like why make a claim when you have no leg to stand on i just don't get it but that's landlords for you i guess yeah the amount of horror stories i've heard of like landlords the way they treat students it's just horrendous like i'm sure there are some who are great but like i know for a fact there are some that are great but like the amount of horror stories you hear. I know. Like, I'm glad I didn't move out. I know, definitely. Save yourself so much money, like. There are just those landlords that give people, like, a bad name in general. Yeah. And it's always, like, the same ones you constantly hear about as well. Yeah, exactly. You know who to avoid. Exactly. Have you seen the whole Wall Street drama, the GameStop? Yes, I have, Yes. Yeah, it cracked me up. Like, the thing about it was, have you seen what the guy on Reddit called his company? No. Oh, was it Peter Pan? Or, like, his... uh, Robin Hood. Robin Hood, that's what I meant, yeah. So, like, Robin Hood steals from the rich and gives to the poor. But I seen this thing that basically said, right, it said something along the lines of, like, it was also to be, like, hedge funds and all, and, like, they all said that GameStop wasn't going to have like any value so then all them ones on Reddit decided that they were going to start buying up the stock to make it valuable but then somehow like the people that you bought the stock off like froze like stopped it so that like the rich people could buy the stock back if you know what I mean okay like I have no idea how it works I have no idea how it works either but basically the websites that you could buy the stock off like stopped so that like the people on Wall Street could buy more stock so then in the end really nobody gained that much like yes it was kind of like a revolutionary thing blah blah but in the and then somebody else said it was like it was like the reverse of like the 2008 crash Okay, I don't so know like an inflation? It. Yes, like they were like, oh, this is worthless. And then people on Reddit were like, actually... We'll, we're going to make it worth yeah, something. Yeah, we're going to make it worth something. But and then random. have you seen now they're saying they're going to ban sort of just normal people from being able to trade in stocks? Like That's they're a gonna complete joke. So as it's only like these big businesses and hedge funds and all that are able That's to a actually joke. do it. That's a complete joke. Yeah. Um... Because, like, I've seen so many people bought stock of, like, Tesla and all, like, yeah. a couple of months ago, and it shot right up. Like, yeah, as soon right as, through the roof. Yeah, as soon as Elon Musk became, like, the wealthiest man or something. Just yeah. crazy. Is he still the wealthiest man, or is Jeff Bezos overtaking I don't him? understand how he ever took over Jeff Bezos. Like, how he ever managed that. I think it was a fluke. Like, I think it was, like, something happened. What was it? I can't remember 100%, but it was like his, because his stock shot up so much, that's why he overtook him or something. And oh, then right. as it sort of like deflated again, there's just he went no back way. In my head, there's no way anybody could ever in our lifetime take over Jess Bezos. Like, yeah. Um, his wealth makes me feel sick though. Huh? I know. 
I know, like he could end world hunger, like. Yeah, and he just doesn't care. It's disgusting. It's actually disgusting. Like his, his theory is why should I pay my employees for holidays? And you're like, because they need money to survive. <laughs> That's a joke, like. It's yeah. a complete joke. Like, See, they're trying to. They're, they're going the to open. The work. They're going to open a fulfillment center in Ireland. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Is this because of Brexit or? I, it could be to do with that. I've seen a lot of people on TikTok saying they were buying through like Amazon Denmark or something so that they wouldn't oh, have yeah. to pay like the imports. Yeah, which is nuts. Like, why would we have to pay? Why Why would we not have to pay it? But people in the south would. Yeah, and then there's yeah, the I whole, have no idea. And there's the whole thing about like you know the vaccine and like the EU. Mm-hmm. And then did you and see like trying to block it coming over? Yeah, basically they tried to, what was it like? They tried to enforce like Article Two of like the Northern Ireland Agreement, okay. even though it's something that they said they would never do. Yeah, and then and now it, they've just gone and done it. I know, but, but then... like the thing is as well, when it's something that's like crucial as the vaccine, like they're literally putting people's lives at risk. It's a complete joke. For like, like this petty argument. It's a complete joke. But apparently, like they said they were going to trigger Article Two or whatever. I don't know what it is. And then, like every UK party came out and was like, "You can't do this." Like they basically all came together for like the first time ever. So I'm talking like DUP, SDLP, Sinn Fein, like UUP, yeah. like Boris Johnson. Like everybody was like, "You cannot do this." No, <laughs> like literally, they're yeah. like, "No." Like, and then they had to do a U-turn, but like every know, politician is him. doing these days, just taking a U-turn. <laughs> I heard. I heard Jeffrey Donaldson I was listening to. Do you ever listen to your daily drive on Spotify? Mm-mm. It's actually a really great way to like get a quick snippet of the news. So basically you get like your Times morning briefing, you get like a seven minute briefing from the leader, then you get like your um, seven, smart seven. So it's like seven news points. And then like interspersed in between, it's like your most listened to songs on Spotify. So oh, it's kind of like the radio, cool. but it's yeah. more tailored to what you like. But I was listening to it this morning and they had Jeffrey Donaldson on talking about that. And I was like, this is like a full on national broadcast. It's so weird hearing someone from Northern Ireland, so local to us, like on this full on Times national broadcast. Do you ever watch that there, um, Stephen Nolan's Top Table? Uh, I never actually really watch it, no. It was on, I think it was Monday night, but maybe it was Monday night. It was, I don't know, but it was on our TV anyway. And like, it was all about students and like okay. students that were meant to sit their A-levels and they aren't. And basically there were six students in the studio and then there was only one of them was a uni student. I found it was very weird. But um, then they had like on webcam was Peter Weir. And I mean, they were going in on him in on yeah, him like, I'm not surprised say like he'd said something and then the student would like pose a question to Stephen Nolan Stephen Nolan would be like why are you asking me like why are you not asking Peter Weir and then they'd go to Peter Weir and Peter Weir would be like um, um, and then say something different and they'd be like no sorry that's not answering my question Peter Weir like you're yeah, literally just typical the political minister answers. and you're full of nothing but excuses like I'm sitting here asking you now as an 18 year old student why could you not have made this decision earlier and then they were like yeah um, so we're not getting our A-levels like how are we um, we're not getting our A-levels so you say that we're going to get our grades but how is this? Like, Basically the answer you give is that you're going to give our A-levels based on our teacher's grade. Well that didn't work last year and you had to make a complete U-turn decision so what are you doing this year that's different? And it is very true as well. Like, 
just in general not even about education but you know the way like obviously COVID really was like last year we ended the lockdown in March and all like how did the government not have contingency plans like how did they not sit yeah in the summer and plan out what they were going to do for like xyz scenarios like how did that just not yeah, happen because they should have seen that this could have gone on for a year like i don't see how they didn't even think of that have you seen the thing as well with gavin williamson what he's doing no so he wants to defund students with lower grades getting into university yes. so if you get say like I suppose C's and D's in your A-levels, he doesn't want to offer them the opportunity to have student loans to go to university. And he's especially focusing on arts degrees. Yeah, I see Rather that. than... Um, yeah, like, what, what, did, what got us through lockdowns? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like the they don't appreciate the, the arts people. at all. I know, it's disgusting. I do think that university is not the most... Uh, sort of like conducive place for the arts like I do think arts education could be done a lot better but then they need to come up with a an alternative plan rather than saying we're just going to defund arts degrees they've been trying to defund the arts for years like it's not something that surprises me um it's like that whole like rethink reskill reboot or whatever it is like you know it's so annoying like yeah. even those adverts that they put out, the guy who made those adverts is going to have had to have done an arts degree. I know. To do like his graphic design. Someone had to do graphic design, someone had to film that, someone had to write the script. Like that is all the arts. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's actually nuts. <laughs> we we just have to hope. I know we do. That's the only thing that we can do at this stage, like. Did you know that Mercury went into retrograde yesterday? Whenever something goes wrong, I'm just like, Mercury must be in retrograde. Yeah. Started yesterday until the 21st of February. So struggles with communication and technology are oh, on the way. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> so Sean is going to read out a wee quote here that we could maybe end with. So since this is a podcast all about being in our 20s, I thought this uh, quote was quite poignant. Nothing will ruin your 20s more than thinking you should have your life together already. That is so true. Yeah. Like, I think <laughs> when you finish university, you feel like you need to know what you're doing with your life. But I I kind of find that people find themselves a lot more when they reach their 30s. I think your 20s are sort of meant to be about testing things out, trying new things and sort of finding what your path is. Um, so we're just t- kind of finding our way. I know. And I feel like that's what a lot of people in their 30s would say like that they maybe didn't like their 20s because they were so insecure or whatever but, like your 20s yeah. are fun like but I seen a TikTok the other day it was like nobody knows what they're doing like everybody is winging it like yeah. you know the whole like just, five like, year ten year plan like that's not a thing like I remember when I was I think younger, you can have a plan but like it's like you need to just embrace the moment as well like instead of because I constantly get into the way it's like oh things will be better when this happens things will be better when this happens but if you you can say like I want to achieve this but you also have to focus on I need to enjoy the process of doing that because when I look back at like things I enjoyed as a teenager I'm like yeah like say I did my joke of it I was really excited to reach the end point of that but then I look back now and I'm like the whole process of completing my joke of it was so enjoyable like I have so many good memories from that definitely 
it really is all just about like timing like no two people are the same like some people some people get married at our age have kids but for other people they won't do that for another 10 15 years and like that's okay too yeah you know? like that's not too late it's not a race i think sometimes people think life is a race and who can achieve what the most but like you know you don't know how long you're going to be around for so like just enjoy yeah. every moment really and you can see like someone out enjoying themselves and making it look like they have they're having this great time but you don't see what all is going into that and you don't see like their insecurities like anyone that you look at and you're like oh I wish my life was like theirs they're sitting there looking at someone else and being like oh I wish my life was like theirs and then there's someone else sitting there looking at you being like I wish my life was like theirs like looking in on somebody's life doesn't mean that you know the full picture I always say like you never know what's going on behind closed doors so somebody could have the most glamorous like fabulous looking life but behind closed doors they could be deeply deeply sad within themselves so like this is I read that seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo I would highly recommend such a good book but um I think it really highlighted that idea because it's about this Hollywood actress from the 50s so you're looking at her and thinking she is she's like this most beautiful actress like one of the most beautiful women in the world and you're like she has this dream life but then it puts her story she's telling her story and it's like all this tragedy happens to her and then at the end of like every few chapters there's a news article and it's like this snippet of her life that just simplifies everything that's going on and makes it appear like so much less than everything that she's actually going through that has been another trailblazers podcast with neve and shan these honestly need to record (laughs) these it feels like we're talking for 10 minutes and there's like 45 gone so we hope you have i know we hope you've enjoyed and make sure to follow us on all the socials trailblazer yes podcast. we have our new socials that we've set we up we do if you'd like to get in touch and contact us about anything we have our email um which is trailblazerspodcast at gmail.com and we hope to we hope you listen in next week Thanks. yes we hope you have a good week and we will see you next week bye bye, bye. <laughs>